Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This is a Virgin Media Originals podcast series. Welcome to Hooked On, I'm a Celeb, with me, Fanula J. A massive thank you to everyone who's been downloading the podcast, making it a huge success so far in the Irish podcast charts. Don't know if you've seen us all the way up there, looking shiny and new. Speaking of new, if you're a new listener, great to have you with us. Join us, come like and subscribe as well, that would be much appreciated. But anyway, enough of that, let's get into last night's episode. Celebrities, they woke up feeling good. Everything's good in paradise. Victoria was trying her hand at stand-up. Vernon Kay was crushing on Tom Hanks as if he's not a celebrity himself. AJ finally stepped out of the shadows and two new celebs entered the spooky surroundings of Garage Castle. They were Russell Watson, tenor extraordinaire, and Ruthie Henshaw. I know, had no clue either, to be honest. I guess someone must have dropped out. Can't have been Keith Duffy. Unless he was busy selling tires. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Anyway, joining me to discuss all the celeb action is Jess Massial from Today FM and my fave Instagrammer, Subi Lynch, aka Standing by the Wall. You are very welcome, guys. Hi, Vanilla. Hello. Guys, what an episode. It, everyone it just seems like shiny, happy people holding hands as the REM song goes. It, they're all besties, absolute besties. I can't. Nothing's going to go wrong. It's all going to keep going smoothly, yeah? Do we believe that, Jess? No. Do we believe this is going to stay where it is? I think for the next, maybe the until the end of this week, yeah. I But I think with all these things and with every year that we've seen, when people start to get hungry and smelly, this is when people start to lose their minds. But I don't, I definitely don't think that the other two coming in I just, I don't see them as any kind of main characters. I think the ones that we're seeing now at the front are possibly the ones that are going to stay. Yeah, I just, I don't know how they're going to integrate when the group is, and I've said this on the past episodes, I've never seen a group as tight as this, this quickly. And all the kind of behaviour and all the banter is usually reserved for like the last week when they know they're leaving and they're happy and they're thinking about showers and food. I just... As much as I agree, I don't think they're going to be main characters. I don't think there's going to be huge conflict. I don't know what Ruthie and Russell are going to do, to be honest. I don't see how they are going to become a part of this big happy family. Ruthie seems to be going with that. I'll just keep smiling. And if I just keep smiling, everything will be fine. And everybody will like me and I'll just keep smiling. Like she was there and like she'd only smile when there was like tomato like pouring into her mouth because she was still smiling. So yeah. <laughs> That's what she's going with as a as a starting point. But the thing is, we already have a shiny, happy, smiley person, and that is Victoria. And I refuse to have her replaced. Like even this whole bit with her and Shane doing the stand-up. Oh my god, I wanted to burst. As someone who, when I watched her come in, and again, not really a household name to me, wasn't really familiar, I am just 
obsessed with her. She is a sunbeam. And sorry, did you laugh at the little joke? Because I did, and I'm not ashamed yes, of it. Every time I heard it. Before we came here, you know, we all had to have that medical examination. Yes. Um, and I was a bit anxious. And he said, what are you anxious about? And I said, well, I mean, there's a number of things, you know, yeah. fine spaces, da, da, da. I said, also, this show is sponsored and I'm a BBC journalist and I can't, I can't be associated, you know, because you've got to be impartial yes. and da, da, da. And he said, so you're anxious about that? I said, yeah. And he said, what, like supermarkets? I said, yeah. And he said, and how long have you felt like that for? And I said, ever since I was little. A clip there from I'm a Celeb, courtesy of ITV Studios. He gave her the whole thing to like tell the group and do it. And she was just so happy. She was like, look at me. I told this stupid joke and it was so funny. And I laughed at it every time she told it. Every time she told it, I still laughed. It was really sweet. He was like really encouraging. And then, you know, she wasn't like, oh, stop it. She was like, okay, I'll tell it again. (laughs) It's like my one joke and it's funny. Okay. It was doughty, so doughty. It's very the energy of, you know, when you're a kid and you make up a dance to show your mom or like a relative and it's really not impressive at all. Or it's like, I'm picturing me as a child kick flipping over furniture and being, mom, mom, look at this. You're not looking, you're not looking. And it's just, Shane's like, all right, Victoria, go go tell Mo now. Tell Mo your joke. Like Uh, it was. I also, I loved the fact that Mo just didn't get it. Like he He was really trying. He had such a, like he was like, "Uh uh-huh. Uh huh. And then he was like, okay. <laughs> he tried, and yeah, I know it, it wasn't down to the fantastic joke. I can't wait to see her live at the Apollo now. Cannot wait. With mentor <laughs> Shane Ritchie waiting in the wings. Merlin <laughs> revealed to Giovanna that his favorite celebrity was Tom Hanks after he met him on a junket with T4, reminiscing on the T4 days. Giovanna, she asked me who my favorite celeb was, and it is hands down Mr. Tom Hanks or Woody from Toy Story. Or Forrest Gump from Forrest Gump. Uh, yeah, what a guy. And then there was a junket on the Eurostar for the Da Vinci Code. Right. And I'll never forget it. I can see it now. Tom Hanks saw me and he just turned to Ron Howard and went, oh, this is burden. We're all right here. He's cool. And he remembered my name. The rest of the journal, I don't know what, I don't know what we're doing now. A clip there from I'm a Celeb, courtesy of ITV Studios. All very nice and unsurprising when you consider it's Tom Hanks. But I, yeah. I need, I need Vernon to stop name dropping. Like, it's <laughs> just, like I, if this is going to be a regular thing now, I can see that getting on people's goats. Like if he was cool, he obviously is, yeah, I guess, as you were saying, obsessed with celebrity. That's kind of endearing. I was just about to say that. I think the way he describes it is so endearing. Like the way he was like, and Tom Hanks, like he remembered my, and that's impressive for Tom Hanks because you meet all the people they meet at Junkets. Like if there's not a hope in hell, you could meet them seven times. They're probably not going to remember your name. (laughs) So him to remember his name was so impressive, but he was just so like humble about it and warm by it. You know, that kind of way he just was like, oh my God, I can't believe he remembered his name. It's not like when Holly keeps mentioning that she's got an MBE, that's going to get annoying. <laughs> so it's not like that. His name dropping is not on that level for me. I wonder, like, what celeb is next? Like, that's just going to be bandied around. I want to have a little bit of a, like, you know, Tom Hanks. There are no bad stories about Tom Hanks. So anybody who's met Tom Hanks only has good stories. So I want a little bit of a. I want Vern to be like, oh, here's a kind of not bitchy, but a little bit, you know. Like I was, a little bit of a I was bad just story. thinking that as you were saying that I was like, I want some of I want one of them to come out and be like, oh yeah, I met someone so and like don't meet your heroes. Like ju- yeah. I just a, bit of gossip. a little bit of gossip. Doesn't have to be terribly mean, just a little bit like, oh, 
they're not what we thought. Okay. But that person could be Vernon. So that's why I'm hoping because he could eventually start running out of good stories. He'll have to start <laughs> telling bad stories. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Castle Coin Challenge. Moving swiftly along. AJ and Jessica took the plunge. AJ had a plan, sort of. Didn't go 100% to plan. I thought Jessica was going to... Oh, she's just been, she, he just seemed so sure of himself and then she was so sure and then well that was embarrassing I think he was just so eager to get involved in something that he was just like let me just let me do this <laughs> just I got this it was just like she was just kind of like okay AJ will you you, you you go always need a woman to sort out a man's job eh oh, yeah. Eh? yeah am I right <laughs> oh god I don't know I did enjoy it though and I liked the kind of like banter that they had that they were kind of bickering and whatever yeah. it was enjoyable and again to see more of their personalities because the two of them haven't been extremely prominent yeah, it was nice to see that yeah it was nice to see the two of them together I think together they're going to bring each other out I can yes. kind of see them becoming close and then becoming kind of like bowl kids and bringing each other out of their shells ah, yeah I'd like to see the two of them doing a proper trial to be honest just because like I wonder especially those kind of mental or maybe not necessarily like kind of creepy crawly or like icky things more the kind of mental aspect where it's like there's like a puzzle or a challenge or whatever just to see him wreck everyone else's head where he's like I've got this I have this 100% only for them to get so far and it's like we've no stars and we've no dinner AJ what are you doing you and your perfect hair just, just stop there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. AJ and Jessica obviously went on to uh, win. They got the challenge and they were offered the choice between bread and butter and popcorn from Kiosk Cledwin. I'm glad I pronounced it right this episode. Uh-huh. Which would we have chosen? The bread and butter or the popcorn? I understood their logic. But as a popcorn enthusiast... I was going to say, you definitely go for strong. popcorn. Yeah, I would have. I To be honest, I, in that moment, I would have disregarded what anyone else wanted in that camp and I would have been like popcorn. Because it's very hard. If you see a treat that you really like, I can't see myself thinking about the other people back but there. think about the amount of popcorn. Because when, when they said bread or popcorn, I was like, oh, definitely bread. Because I imagined a massive loaf to myself, wedges of butter, like how I would usually eat a loaf of bread to myself, you know. The correct way, I'm sure many would argue. Yeah. But, and, then, and then I guess you would be thinking massive big bag of popcorn, big bowl of popcorn, you know, butter on top yeah. of it, like really yeah. enjoy, delicious, right? They were going to get like 10 
20 kernels of popcorn each, if that, if they yeah. had chose the popcorn. The slice of bread was so disappointing. <laughs> what is this? Loaves for ants? Like, the size it, it of my was, fist? And they're like, it's got seeds. And I was like, ah, Jace. <laughs> That must be how bad things are in there now, like absolute dire straits. But it's only been even at Indexa, like it's only been a few days. Like, are they really at that point now where they're like, oh my God, bread. Like surely they had bread about four days ago when they were in a hotel or something. That's what I'd be like after two hours of without bread. So, you know, I I can understand that. Like, (laughs) I've been without bread for three weeks now. And I can tell you my reaction if it was like that would be fair enough. But after three days, it's like, lads, calm down. Marsha, we're in lockdown as it is. Like, what? <laughs> Allow yourself some pleasure, for God's sake. I did over lockdown. That was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> did anyone else think the question was very easy as well? They So, Kiosk Cledwin's thing was, what are the colours in the Welsh flag? And the two options were red, white and green, which was the right answer, which they got right, and red, white, green and yellow. When it's usually like a statistics question that you have to guess. And I was just like, Are things really bad? Are they just feeling really sorry for them? Or did whatever intern, whatever they were supposed to do that day, they just forgot. And it was like 10 minutes before. And it was like, um, flag, Welsh flag. Yeah, just give them that. Like, I was like, they imagine being whoever went yesterday and being outdone like that. Yeah, but once they said yellow, I was like, and just like everyone was like, oh, is it? Is there some yellow in his eye? Is there some yellow on the tip of his tail? And I was like, oh my God, maybe it is a trick question. And I, yeah, I I would absolutely panic in that situation. And well, one, I'm surprised they even remembered that there's like, you know, a dragon on the flag. I'd have been like, oh, Welsh flag. I need my bread. I think because the, the two options were so similar. I mean, now, obviously, it's very obvious what the Welsh flag is like, but like I can imagine panicking on the spot. So then the guys all thought they were heading off on a group trial mm. called Stage Fright. They were all very excited. I think they I think they were happy that Jordan wasn't taking the burden, that they were all involved. <laughs> I'd say they were just happy to be amused with something. Did anyone else notice AJ mansplaining Stage Fright at one point? <sighs> God, um, they were on the way, right? So they were doing their little BTs, and he was standing with two other people, and he was like, "So you know, stage fright, yeah." And you, you, it was where everyone you just you you paralyzed with the shock. That's not his accent, but anyway, <laughs> I'm loving the accent. I was just standing there, and I was like, "AJ, like we get, we get it, we get it. You are a performance artiste." Rain it in now. Wind your neck in, man, please. Um, so I was kind of glad then when they all arrived, and AJ realized he wouldn't be doing the trial, but it would be. Russell and Ruthie doing stage fright and it was a trial that was split into three parts said act one the intermission and the finale bit this trial was was exceptionally grim oh my god I don't think I would have been able to do it it was like a hazing just to get into the castle like just like you have to get through this or you're not coming in like it was yeah. awful at one stage I was, when he had the maggots in his mouth I was like no nah, I'm done I'm done he was like I have a chip too and they were just like okay yeah you okay just keep yeah, going they didn't even, I don't, did they even say are you okay they just were like oh yeah and he's just like because you could see him then you could see him doing that thing that when you do chip a tooth and you're like with your tongue kind of like you know going how how broken is this tooth now, the one thing I will say is, though, I feel like with that first part, Ruthie got off very lightly because obviously she was just in the stocks. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I would like rotten tomatoes thrown no. at me 
repeatedly. But in comparison to what Russell was doing, yeah, ew. I mean, there's no comparison really. Is there sticking your face mm, into minging things? No, that was gross. No, she made such the right choice of being like, I'll go on the stocks. Fully probably knowing that she wasn't going to have to actually move to do anything. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, she couldn't move. Um, I think like the only people, like it was, it was probably the most likely way of them winning as many stars as they did because they were going to be trying to impress everyone mm. so yeah. like they were going to put their like you know it wasn't going to be like look sorry I know you guys four days already and you know you can see that was disgusting and I just couldn't do it like these were the two of them were just trying to impress they put probably more effort than anyone else in I think yeah and you don't want to be the newbies coming in and being like ha we're not going to eat for a day sorry lol like so you probably <laughs> do put in a lot more effort in that regard it wasn't actually the first part that got me it was the intermission where they had to do the thing with the fish eyes, which just seemed sadistic on the producer's Ugh. part. Like they had to pass fish eyes between things and <laughs> they had to crunch half a one. Ugh. Sounds like a Project Maths question or something. And just... <laughs> it was actually complicated. They were still using the stuff that they had on their jester cock to wipe their face even though it was covered in like fish guts and maggots and they were just using that to clean their face because the eyes were so bad. And when they talk about smells, like I can't hack it. Like when they're like, oh, that smells gross. I'm just like, oh God, it smells gross. Oh God. So like it looks disgusting. And then you know that they're also like smell. Oh God, I just can't. Thank God we don't have smell of vision. That's all I'll say. <laughs> the final act was called Critters in Your Knickers. I wish I had a Jordi accent to do that, but I don't. Um, that was worth five stars. I'd say Bev was raging not to do this challenge because it involved a lot of uh, shaking their booty and uh, dancing. I'd say she wanted to get the thrust out again. <laughs> they basically had pants filled with insects and they had to dance to songs and the guys had to guess, which was incredibly amusing. I'm yeah. not entirely sure how they got Proud Mary from that still, to be honest. But Who knows the title Proud Mary? Like, everybody just calls it the Roland song from weddings. Like <laughs> I, I couldn't even get it sitting at home. I was like, what is this? And I just couldn't figure it out. I couldn't believe Shane got it. It was so good. Very impressive. It was incredibly impressive. That's what many years of show business are training for, I'm sure. <laughs> trials, <laughs> trials like this. Uh, post-trial, they went back and they went away and got washed and Vernon kind of admitted to the camp that he was very nervous about how the new additions might affect the current dynamic in the camp, which is something we've briefly already talked about. On a previous episode, I mentioned that I thought Russell actually might end up being a bit annoying, which I kind of stand by. But now I also think Ruthie could be a bit of a wagon when it comes yeah. to food. Just purely yeah. based on her reaction to the dinner last night where they got oxtail and she was saying they were all delighted because they were like, this is gourmet in comparison to what we've gotten. And Ruthie was like, really? <laughs> like, oh, wow. have an issue later on. The one that day camping. So, I see that as well. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. But now that you've said it, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. I think she's, she's going to, to be. And Giovanni's kind of saying now that she's like, I like being like the kind of head chef. So is it possible the two of them could kind of maybe knock heads over the way the food has been cooked? Uh, yeah. Mm. But do you think that yeah. she's just going to refuse the food? Or do you think she's going to, like, is she going to be like, ew, I'm not eating that? Or do you think she's going to be like, oh, we have to do it this way? Like, do you think she's going to try and take? I think, I think she might I think it could be a case of she might eat very little and then not want to eat the dinners or whatever and then maybe oh, yeah. be so tired that she stops like doing chores and whatever oh, yeah. or maybe just get so lethargic that she doesn't get involved in the way that everyone else 
is already so involved. Again, I'm highly speculating here. Well, just that kind of manic smile that she has on her face today going, I just feel like that's got to, <laughs> it's got to tire her out. Shame prank on Jordan. I've nearly shit myself. <laughs> Jordan's so easy to scare. Oh, well, no, pull that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a clip there from I'm a Celeb, courtesy of ITV Studios. Again, what a wholesome end to what has been pretty much a very wholesome episode. Yeah. I love him. I really, really think I'd be so surprised if Shane doesn't win at this point. He's just so funny, so warm, just like everything I wanted from him and more. Yeah, he, but he's, de- he's kind of giving up, you know, like talking to Victoria, being really kind and like, you know, supportive and then like kind of winding him. Like, you know, he kind of knows what way to interact with everyone to make them come out as their best. It's it's very impressive. Yes, it's he's enjoyable. He's so full of energy at the moment. Yeah. I kind of feel like Shane could go an opposite way and be, actually be a, get a bit narky and start to get a bit grumpy in the group of things or if they're not getting food or if things or if people are fighting or things like that I'd say that would be like they're, I, I, I feel like we're going to see a point at some episode where he's going to snap that's going to be really good if he does <laughs> <laughs> great TV do you know what I was thinking as well though is if like obviously he was right doing the prank to Jordan because Jordan's the kind of person that obviously has a giggle with that loves it wasn't the person to kind of be offended or whatever yeah. Um, I'm wondering if Shane is to keep up the mad, like mad practical jokes or whatever, or potentially to pick the wrong person on the wrong day, could mm. that also come back to bite him? Yeah, like, like I, I can't see Mo being very receptive to like that kind of no, or Russell. Joke. I feel like Russell would lose the head completely. I just feel like Russell's a bit. I don't know. Oh, I'm kind of scared like, of him. Under a microscope, and he's there <laughs> four seconds. Chipped his tooth, potentially giving himself a concussion. Like <laughs> no one is really angry. We're still like, mm-hmm. not not for me now. But I not know he was putting, and you know the way he was putting his face, and I understand that's a really disgusting thing to have to do. But it, when when he take the thing up and it wasn't the right word, he would get so cross, and I was like, it's your first. I know it's disgusting and there is no way I would do it. But like, don't be so angry. Like it's grand. You've got an literally an audience in front of you. Like chill out, dude. So yeah, so I think he's going to flip the lid and yeah, hopefully Shane will do something because that'll be very fun to watch too. Subi's like, wow, wow, wow. Stop crying, Russell. Stop crying. (laughs) (laughs) Don't eat chip teeth. Next trial is the trapped door challenge. And again, they're basically... I can't fully remember what the crack is here, but again, like they're trapped in a, like a trapdoor element. Thanks, Vanula. Great explanation. <laughs> um, the usual creepy crawlies, you have to get stars, the usual. There's only one person doing this trial. And of course, Kel Surprise, our poor friend Jordan, was Aww. voted again. And Ant and Deck even said it themselves leaving the camp when they told the others. The mood went down and he was... He looked crestfallen. He looked defeated. And I'm wondering, is he going to struggle? A, because this is his third, like, official trial. And B, because he's doing this one on his own. I heard, like, a few people being like, no, it's like, they they love seeing you or whatever. So you must instantly feel like, oh, they all hate me and they want to make me do all the trials. Where I don't think that's, I don't think the audience does dislike him at all. It's just funny because he's such a scaredy cat. But he's obviously 
nervous that like everybody hates him I think but it's not that see that's and that's the thing I don't think that's true I think like even what Barry said to him she's like this is gonna make you a megastar just before they cut out to Ant and Deck like she said that to him in his ear and I was like that is so true like this is because the public want to see more of him even though it is because they want to just see him being absolutely tortured but as well I noticed that some of the campmates are actually disappointed when it's not them if you look at their faces oh. closely I think there's an element of them wanting more airtime but also from doing previous interviews with people like even Andrew Maxwell said like when they'd be called to do a dingo dollar challenge or like a, no- a normal trial Andrew would be like delighted because we're out here mm. and we're doing something and like I'd say the boredom I would say is setting in for a lot of them as well yeah that's true yeah I think that they do probably want to get out of the camp but I do I honestly think though it's like, like they just want that airtime. I, I like after hearing them have that little discussion where they're like no this is because they love you no this is going to make you a megastar no this is people are going to see more of you I'm like huh this is why they want to do it because mm-hmm. they just want to be like they want to get out there a little bit more well listen if you want to be picked for challenges guys I know they're not listening to this podcast but if you yeah. want to be picked you need to be more interested and I'm going to be like reality TV want to one guys maybe we need a bit of drama (laughs) more drama please that's it for another hooked on i'm a celeb don't forget to go like and subscribe do it right now right now i'm watching you and you can catch up on the full series so far of i'm a celebrity get me out of here on the virgin media player we're back tomorrow to dissect everything these cold and weary celebrities will have to face thrown at them by those cheeky geordies so until then from me fanula j i'll chat to you on the next hooked on i'm a celeb This is a Virgin Media Originals podcast series. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.